You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. You aren't even using the good one. It's just my nipple. Oh, no, I used that. That was a thumbnail. That got a lot of views. Somebody does it. (laughs) That definitely was a thumbnail, my guy. Let me go back. You said it was a lot of views. Let's take a look at it. I felt like it had more views than some other videos. No. It, it didn't get flagged like it was a real like as it didn't get flagged. We're also not monetized yet, so I mean it, it was pretty flagged. close to to a woman's. Uh, yeah, Sean, six views. Let's be real. Uh-huh. Hey, that seems like more than normal. <laughs> wow, we've we've had we've had some big ones as of late. Yeah, we're going on. Us. <laughs> It's not going yeah, off like these crocodiles throw, in Australia. Just, though. You gotta throw in the for us. It's not going off like these crocodiles in Australia, though. You mean getting off? <laughs> That's true. Whoa. They uh, are apparently extremely horny before the uh, scheduled season. Um, don't know what's going on in the water down there in Australia. It's not but, the water, though. It's the it's the helicopters, right? It is the helicopters. It is the helicopters. Apparently, helicopters make crocodiles horny. Yes, uh, per reports. I don't know, Sean, who who is the one that found the goddamn article? Don't act, don't act coy. Am I the one telling the story right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, these crocodiles aren't coy. Let me tell you. Ooh. Apparently, uh, some experts believe that the vibrations from the helicopters flying over the uh, crocodile farm is causing the uh, early mating season from Ayo. them. Um, there's really no like I've I'm, I'm read through the article. There's like, nobody knows why the uh, the crocodiles are uh, are mating earlier in their season. Uh, it's being attributed to military exercises where the helicopters are flying low and over the uh, the the crocodile farm and the causing quacodile. vibrations. <laughs> the crocodile farm and causing vibrations. Uh, some experts uh, of reptile of reptile experts are saying that the uh, storms, like uh, thunder and lightning storms, also cause additional mating due to the vibrations in uh reptiles so apparently i mean that's what gets uh, me going Shit. vibrations <laughs> dark and stormy night low flying helicopters low flying helicopters anything that gives me a little bit of a rumble in my bones how how would you feel if you were that crocodile farmer and you just go outside earlier than normal and you just see all three thousand of your alligators going crazy in a frenzy Trying to mate with each other. There's like one farmer is responsible for 3,000 crocodiles. Yes, he is responsible for 3,000 alligators. And uh, he's still chalking the crocodiles. 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 Sorry. He's not Uh, the reptile expert. (laughs) They did say in this article whether the helicopters sound like thunderstorms or part of a mating dance or the sonic waves are making crocodiles horny isn't really clear. What is clear if the damn article would stop moving. damn crocodile. <laughs> what is clear is that helicopters fly overhead and a crocodile orgy breaks out when they leave. 
no nice. expert, but a crocodile mating <laughs> frenzy with 3,000 of them doesn't sound like something you want to find yourself in the middle of. Well, I'm, I'm that farmer. If he doesn't have a smartphone or whatever, I'm I'm recording that orgy in whatever way possible. For what purposes? Any and all. Like, people are going to pay to see that. Come on. Well, it was, it was funny because the uh, the person who was writing this article for her news outlet uh, also apologized to the news outlet because, quote, I've made some unsavory searches on my work mobile phone this afternoon, in quote. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, so See, it's not just it's not just you, America. It, it, it's not just you, America, you and in your searches on work phones and computers. It's happening in Australia, too. I don't know if the crocodile orgies are happening in America like in Australia, but I'll next next <laughs> when I get back from this trip, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit the Everglades. Let us know what's going on. Fly over in a helicopter. Tell me to get real low. Mm-hmm. And just watch the orgy ensue. <laughs> Sounds like you like orgies for some reason, Tybo. I mean, specifically crocodile orgy. What what would be more epic witnessing in real life than a crocodile orgy? And no less than that, I'm 3,000 sure crocodiles in that. I'm sure you're going to be like a little scared. Like, it's not like, you're not going to be comfortable the whole time, but it's just like, oh, fuck, this is happening right in front of me. You're never it seems like it again. would be super aggressive. Yeah. Like, the, like, you probably lose like a few crocodiles. In the midst, not not just like they wandered off, like the, the orgy gets so intense that a couple of them probably die. I mean, they're also not very smart animals. Like, have you seen the the video some wow, years dude, back? Now you're talking shit on crocodiles. Yeah, they're not very they're smart. coming for you. Oh, yeah. Let me let me just oh. here in Kansas. Yeah, really got to worry. Really got to worry about. <laughs> well, have you seen the videos? I think it was a couple years ago. It was in a zoo, and and this crocodile is walking down by this water by this other sleeping uh, crocodile. The sleeping crocodile gets scared, wakes up, looks at the crocodile that has just stirred him awake, grabs his arm, doesn't does the death roll, rips his arm right off. Like Cleaner. not very smart animals. Okay, with. Which one do you think is not the smart one there? Like one's just defending themselves. Both and the other them. one woke up the wrong crocodile. Like I don't get I don't both of them. The the one who walks by an alligator who is sleeping, and then the alligator who's sleeping crocodile. looks and sees crocodiles out they're the same thing. No, they're, they're not completely different animals. Their anatomy is the same. They're fine. Are they? Now he's got the alligators coming is after it... him too. Yeah, they're the same. Next, yeah, just throwing caimans as well, like all the same. Jesus, dumb reptiles. Stay in the water, and, but but can't breathe the water. So they got to come up for air. I'm not the. <laughs> I'm not the big reptile. But this dude fucking hates them. <laughs> you dumb fucking idiots. Well. Feel like an idiot because there's no Chiefs game on this week, and I don't know what to do with myself on Sunday. Like I'm gonna have to force myself to to do yard work. <laughs> oh, this 
Okay, we get this guy on orgy topics, and here we go. Two different plans on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) This close to the holidays, dude? Come on. He's got to get it in before the holidays. I I don't know what you mean by that. (laughs) What in the where is this going? Right into just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> just that's right. His just the tips. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Starting off with new Viking over here. Nothing wrong with me. Josh stops against Nolans. Here we go, baby. Nolans. Here we go. Let's see what here he's we got. Go. First official start for the Vikings. He won in backup role last week. Let's see if he actually can win as a starter in Minnesota. Next up, Javante Williams against the Bills. Bills run defense is very, very shitty this year. Look for him to have a big day because they will run the ball a lot because they do not trust Russ. Is it is it shitty because Matt Milano is like still out? Is, is yep, he done he's out for the year. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Also, they're up. probably going to end up giving the ball to McLaughlin instead of Javante Williams. LeBlanc. No, don't toss it out to him. Javante's <laughs> going to get touches, man. 15 minimum. Javante got touches against us. That he did. That he did. Now, well, wide receivers. Tank Dell going up against the Bengals. Two in a row. Two in a row. Big time tank. That's what they're calling him. At least I'm calling him that. Just for this week, though. Next up, Devontae Adams. They got AOC supporting him back there. Uh, Antonio Pierce as the head coach. Got Josh Brutanos out of there. He's bound to have a big week. Look for him to go off against the Jets. And my favorite tight end pick right here for the week. Lock of the week. Introducing it this week only. Taysom Hill. Oh, shit. Against the Vikings. I got Taysom Hill starting in a quarterback spot. Hey, he's going to give you a lot of points then, man. Look out for that. But not in the league that you're open for because if it's our league, he's not going to pass a lot. He still had like almost 30. He still had like 26 last week or some shit. He's going to do it again. Moving on to the Sidhams over here. Ty Bob's favorite quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Absolutely sit him going up against the Titans. Baker, man, come on. James Cook against Denver. James Cook and the Buffalo Bills running offense does not look good right now. They just signed Leonard Fournette recently. Look for them to have a big week with big time Lenny. Next up, Christian Watson against the Stillers. Jordan Love looks like shit. Don't trust him. And Zay Flowers against the Browns. Listen, this is always a great matchup. Zay Flowers is not ready for this matchup. Lamar Jackson has not been throwing the ball over 200 yards in most of his games this year. Don't look for him to have a big game at all. And finally, tight end here, sit him, Trey McBride. Kyler Murray's first game back. Don't expect Trey McBride to get a lot of looks. Look for Marquise Brown to get a lot of looks this week. And that was just the tips. Yeah, I'll know more too. Segment of just the tips is gearing up to be a big old Fat S. Mm. <laughs> I can just, I can feel it. Two weeks in a row. That wouldn't be the first time. Duh. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't be the last either. <laughs> Hell no. 
Uh, well, look, this is usually when we bring you the best damn power rankings this side of football that you can get. But, but there's nothing to rank. We've ranked everything at this point. <laughs> we've done all the rankings. There's no more left. So this week, we're going to bring you a draft and a special draft, a draft. at least to my heart. <laughs> we're going to do a draft Draft of the crocodiles. All right, all right. This is serious. We're going to do a draft. It's a street fight draft, okay? We're drafting real people that are alive and in their current capacities. We're going to choose five people, and they would essentially be on our team in a street fight versus the other two teams. It's a street fight draft. How do we choose who goes first? You are winning in the current poll that is up on Twitter, so you get wow. to have the first pick. Go wow. for it. That's how we've always done the order, so me and Sean just kind of have to... If it counts my burner vote, then I would be second right now, but it's not counting my burner vote. <laughs> but I'm also pretty sure Sean's only vote is his burner account. <laughs> no, that's my real account. <laughs> well, that's what I... All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, right. love, I'm going second. Pick one one. <laughs> this is a this is a tough oh, one. Pick one one, bro. I gotta go. I gotta go. Big guy, a guy who just had a fantastic fight. Give me Francis and Oh, did he just lose? Yeah, <laughs> he should have won. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. We're also counting, but, countering them. <laughs> but also boxing match. This is a street fight. I'm taking Francis and Francis and Gatu over anyway. That's that's a good that's a good pick. Um, I'm keeping my first overall pick in the fight world, in the fight game. We're talking best pound for pound for pound fighter in MMA history. Give me John Jones. You mother. In his oh, current man. state, right? Listen, I don't give <laughs> John Jones healthy. Like, come on. Like Ford you pack. can't you can't do that to me. <laughs> you can just say. Current state, what are we doing? John Jones healthy, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick to the fighter world here, but I'm going to switch it up just a little bit, go into boxing here. I'm going to go Deontay Wilder. He's getting boring. Up, I'm just saying. He's, he's Those chicken pick. legs. Bad, bad pick. No. Bad pick. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go pick two here. I'm going to stay in the fight game. Uh, a guy who's done all of it and is still around, Rock Lesnar. Mm, okay, yeah. oh, big. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and stray away from the MMA world from the fight game, uh, because this is it's not just supposed to be a draft of just fighters, okay? Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and get this fucking gem on my team, Aaron Donald. Oh, a d. That's that's a good one. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. <clears throat> well, we're going to stick to the football world here, and I'm going to go ahead and go with Trent Williams. Okay. It's a scary, I can't say that's a bad man. pick. I think Aaron Donald's way more mobile than Trent Williams, but... Have you seen Trent Williams out there throwing blocks? Yeah, I have. Have you seen Aaron he's, Donald manhandling two to three offensive linemen? <laughs> Trinity is plenty mobile enough. Uh, I'm going to take a different 
sport as well here. This is the best fighter in his sport currently. We Ryan Reeves. Mother. Ah, I didn't think anybody had hockey on their radar, dude. And he's my only hockey player on my list. <laughs> right in there. Oh, man. That's a good pick, dude. I did not think that he, of all people, was going to get stolen from my board. Oh, yikes. Mm-hmm. I got another one lined up for you in round four. Let's go. Mm, don't like that. All right, pick three here. I I really I would have taken Ryan Reeves next, my guys. Um you can you can talk about age if you want to with this one, but I'm gonna go ahead and have Mike Tyson sitting behind me in a street fight. Damn you. Those punches Fair are enough. still lethal. Yeah, they are. All right, I'm going to go to a guy that would not get beat in most things, and that is a man by the name of Nate Diaz. Yep, he's on my he was on my list. I got his I got his brother on my board. I I truly feel like Nick Diaz is is the is the more he's the better street fighter. He's the better fighter in the ring. Nate Diaz is going to keep the street fight like funny. Like he's going to slap some. Like he's <laughs> he's gonna be the first one to get somebody else riled up. Like I I had yeah I had Nick Diaz on my board, not Nate. Uh, we're around we're around four now. Round four. Round four. I'm gonna dip into the actors here. Give me Donnie Yen. Who? IP man, it man. Oh, good choice. I I'm unfamiliar, so I'm just gonna have to stay. Um, <laughs> but if 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 we're just gonna stay on actors right here, um, give me another Reeves, Keanu Reeves. Oh, on my list. There we go. Well, this is the actor round because I'm gonna go ahead and go with Alexander Skarsgård, the Northman. Decent, decent flick. Oh, and Bill Skarsgård played Pennywise. I was like, yep. what, the, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, <laughs> taking Penny, you're taking Pennywise <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, uh, all right. Final round here. Uh, I'm going to go back to my roots here. The moment, one of the uh, one of the most, most lethal guys out there right now. Give me uh, Yuri Prohaska. Soon to be, I'm, I'm familiar with this game. I've heard of that name. Soon to be, uh, world heavyweight champion. He thinks this Saturday and boxing, UFC, UFC, big UFC card this weekend. Wasn't it supposed to be the John Jones fight? Yep. Then he tore his pec. Yep. So he's out of he's out of that fight and the street fight. That sucks, man. Eat a dick. He's in my fight. And he's healthy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm I'm headed back to football real quick, guys. Um, I I almost wanted to take Dwayne the Rock Johnson here, um, but 
I think either of these two guards that are on my like little last section of my board here, uh, these two NFL guards could beat up Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, and I'm I'm really I'm torn, um, but I think I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm not choosing the Chiefs player here. Uh, I'm going to go with Philadelphia Eagles offensive guard Jordan Mailata. Oh, great pick. Great pick. He's huge. He's one of the biggest offensive linemen uh, as far as height and weight goes in the NFL right now. Um, And he makes the same type of bone-crushing pancake blocks that Trey Smith makes. Did he move to guard this year as well? I think I thought he's always been a left guard. Definitely a left tackle. tackle. Yeah. That's fine. Got him. Got him. To to round this draft all out, uh, feel feel like I couldn't go wrong with this pick here. I'm glad he lasted this long. (laughs) Commander Dale Brown of the Detroit Urban Survival Training. You guys remember those videos? (laughs) I wondered if somebody was going to pick him. (laughs) Ultimate street fight guy right there. Wait, is he the is he the black cop that is like kind of fat, <laughs> bald, and like everything he does is gonna get you shot? Yep. <laughs> I, his stuff will work, man. John's um, got himself a ringer. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, take take John. Take screenshots of uh, of your list there and uh, send them over to Tybo. Get it up we've on done, the. Uh, we've done the recaps in the leader. past. You want to do like a quick little recap? Yeah, let's go. Move on here. Quick yeah, so uh, picking picking first. My uh, my first my five: uh, Francis Ngannou, Rock Lesnar, Ryan Reeves, Donnie Yen, and Yuri Prohaska. I picked second. Um, I have John Jones, Aaron Donald, Mike Tyson, Keanu Reeves, and Jordan Mailata. And I went last. I panicked with the first pick. I went with Deontay Wilder. Got a little bit better. Went with Trent Williams, <laughs> Nate Diaz, Alexander Skarsgård, and the gym of the draft, Commander Dale Brown of the Detroit Urban Survival <laughs> Training. I think he's going to get you killed out of all of them. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz is going to like get us all pissed off. And then he's like, all right, here's what we do. Out. <laughs> and my guy is going to rally around his death to bring us home. We got this. Uh, well, Nate Diaz. Love that guy. Uh, well, let's get into some real football here. We've got a uh, slate of games that there are some good ones coming up, and these are the ones that you need to pay attention to most. I am going first. Uh, I've got just through this. I mean, you, you're going to get two more games of the week here, but I, I truly feel like mine's going to be the best of the week. Um, this slate of games is not like it was last week. Um, there were great matchups all across the board uh, last week. I don't feel like we have the same caliber of schedule this week. Um, 
But with all that being said, I am taking Lions Chargers for the game of the week. Um, two of the better teams in the NFL. I don't care what the record says about the Los Angeles Chargers. They have good players. Um, for the most part, they have good coaching. So going up against the Lions, it should be a good matchup. And we all know teams around the mid-tier of the AFC usually match up pretty well with teams at the top tier of the NFC. Usually. Usually. Moving on to a AFC East matchup over here. East? Yeah, East. East. North. East. North. South. North. South. North. South. AFC North. Here we go. Browns versus Ravens. Second matchup of the year. Browns lost the first one in embarrassing fashion, 28 to 3. Let's see if that'll happen again. Uh, Browns defense is still looking spectacular. They have a rough game here or there, but they get over that. The nasty man is back playing quarterback. No more uh, P.J. Walker. Rough cut for him. No one wants to see the nasty man out there. Mark Cooper is going to start going off. But let's see what Lamar Jackson can do. Will he get over 200 yards passing? No. Probably not. Will he get over 50 yards rushing? Probably. We'll see what happens. I don't expect it to go the first way because it's always different every single time they play. Last time was an anomaly. It's usually a lot closer. Rookie running back Keaton Mitchell is going to have 150 rushing yards because Gus Edwards and Justice Hill are going to go out with injury. Wow. 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 No not Thomas. What will be that? Not too number surprising. three, number four running back getting injured this year for them? <laughs> I think that would be four and five, which is pretty typical of the Ravens. They they can't keep a running back healthy to save their lives. No. Except for, well, not even Lamar typically can stay healthy. So he has diarrhea All issues, man. Different story. Diabetes. Diarrhea. The truth. Much like the uh, baseball GMs. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to the final game of the week here. It's not your typical game of the week, and it's probably going to be bad football, but the score is going to be close, and that's I've why... I've like that before. And that's why this is going to end up being a good game. We've got Jets versus Raiders. Now, Raiders, just off of a big win, it doesn't matter if it was against the Giants and Danny DeVito's son, uh, they played very well. They played very well. Uh, and Antonio Pierce, as the head coach, uh, looks to be able to instill uh, some some fire into the rest of the team. Uh, and even in having the uh, practice squad guys on the sideline during that game, I, I think he's winning over that <laughs> locker room uh, tenfold. Now the Jets, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is... Uh, you know what you and Antonio Pierce have in common? We're bald? Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, well the Jets uh, who knows how long Zach Wilson is going to be in a starting role Aaron Rodgers is talking about being back in just a few weeks he's finally out there doing three and five step drops uh, for warm ups uh, right before the game starts Uh, so Zach Wilson could be out of a job soon and he needs to make sure he can be able to find one after this season did you see what Robert Salah said about Zach Wilson 
I did see what Robert Salah said about Zach Wilson, that Zach uh, or that uh, he was questioned during a press conference whether uh, or why he hasn't started Trevor Simeon yet. He decided to take the fifth and uh, walk off. That's a bad look for Robert Sala there. Uh, you got to stick behind no, your decisions. Not. You got to stick beside you. You're the head you're coach. Saying, you're saying he was asked a question of why he didn't start somebody else and he just walked off. He play, He said, I take the fifth, and then that was it. Oh. You're taking the fifth, that means you're guilty of something or have a I guilty like conscience. More, more, of a, more of a statement if he just walks off and does, doesn't say that. Been, no, no, I would agree. If he... Yes, no, I agree with that. He said, I take the fifth, and that was it. That's not a good look. Yes, yes, he is. Good catch. Good catch. Out here picking the Jets and the Raiders for a fucking thing. Score prediction, real quick. No, we do that when we get to pick them. Okay, and that's gonna have to wait. (laughs) Because guess what, my segment again, and and we're we're putting it here because we don't have Chiefs show for me to do my top five in uh, but it is time for Tybo's top five Tybo's top five love this segment yes yes Sean loves my segment alright can everybody hear me is my mic acting weird is it being stupid as usual okay I'm getting back to my roots guys this is another food related top five last top five I did was shit I sat on <laughs> <laughs> this is my top five dips. What did you my say? Top them? five things to dip into. Um, I do have an honorable mention, and this honorable mention blankets quite a few things. Um, this is anything that is cheese related, cheese dip related. We're talking like queso, we're talking beer cheese, we're talking rotel, we're talking cheese. <laughs> that's my honorable mention okay cheese <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of dips with cheese a good beer cheese dip you're like come on that's good that's good shit uh but my uh number five of my top five dips um this flavor just it, it sticks around our house guys french onion French onion soup was my number one soup. French onion dip, every now and then I get a craving for it. There's a lot of different things you can dip into a French onion as well. I've had some motherfuckers dip an onion ring in French onion dip. That sounds pretty good. Onionception. Sounds pretty good. But yeah, I mean, from the homemade French onion dip down to the store-bought tub out of the great value fucking off-brand bullshit. I have a hard time finding a French onion dip that just doesn't taste good. So, I mean, it's it's pretty consistent. Number five, French onion. Number four, uh, this one's pretty broad too. Um, I'm going to go with just salsa. I'm not a fruit salsa kind of guy. Uh, don't give me don't give me your peach and mango. I'm not down with that. Fruit, fruit salsas, okay? Um... Anything from like a medium heat to like a pretty spicy, I like. I like to fuck with my mouth sometimes. Um, 
And as far as chunky versus like more liquid salsa, like as long as it tastes good, I'll eat it. That I really don't have a whole big of a preference on. Um, but salsa is something that you can get pretty creative with. Um, there is a set basic ingredients with your salsas, but um, whether you go like a salsa verde um, or you want some extra heat, like you can change up the ingredients of a salsa and, you know, provide top tier dippage. Ooh, Number three. Tier. It's a common appetizer for my wife to uh, order um, while we're out. Um, but this is a dip. This is probably the first dip we come to on my top five that you can really, really fuck up. Um, and not all brands that you buy in the store are good. But this is a spinach and artichoke dip. Mm-hmm. Most restaurant spinach and artichoke dips are really good. But I've had some store-bought ones that are just super bland. They don't do anything for you. It's like, why am I even wasting the calories on this piece of shit? Um, but when it's made well, spinach and artichoke dip is out of this world. If you want a super easy spin spinach artichoke dip that you can get from the store, find your nearest Trader Joe's. Get it out of the box. You mean frozen? What? What? <laughs> what? There was a, there was a whole thing like a few years back. I think this is even before COVID, but like their branding on certain Trader Joe's. Oh, oh. you know, I did. Yeah. I did. I heard about that story. <laughs> I did. Uh, we live far enough away from one. It's a it's a hassle to go to, but I love everything that Trader Joe's has in terms of food. Uh, but their spinach dip that Are they have there stuff? is amazing. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, my number two. Um, I guess this shows that I have a pretty big bias um, on what I dip my fucking food into. Um, but my number two is guac. I love a good guac. Bumble. Good homemade guac or any. I mean, any you're you're store-bought in restaurant guacs. Like I've had some bad guacs out there, but if I'm making it, like it's definitely gonna be great. Like, and uh, we that we found a recipe that called this avocado salsa, but it's basically like guac without like mushing it up. Like if you keep your avocado uh, like chunked. Um, you keep your onions and your tomatoes all like chunked and kind of big. Um, it, like I said, the recipe that we found ca- called it avocado salsa, but it's basically just like super chunky guac. Um, so every now and then I'll get a wild hair up my ass and want to do it that way. And just have really, really like you can see all the ingredients, chunky guac. Um, but you know, as long as you're hitting the lime juice, the cilantro, and enough garlic, salt, and pepper, like it's 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 kind of hard to fuck up a guac, you know. Like guac should be boom, bam, done, tastes good. Um, but I have had some shit that tastes wrong, so it is fuck upable, but it shouldn't be. Um, and my number one, this is. All the types, all the flavors, all the different things that one might call hummus. There's so many, so many possibilities with hummus. I even make my own hummus a lot of the times. I uh, got a little 
ninja thing that's like the the food processor part. It's only like that big, so it makes like a really good serving size. Because I will, I could one sitting could could literally fuck up an entire package of hummus from the store. Like, I will eat that shit super quickly. And what's your favorite like, kind? But um, I tend to like. I mean, just like the regular red pepper hummus. Um, it's got the the red pepper stuff that sits in, sits in the middle. Like it brings a little bit of spice to it. So like I don't need necessarily need to get super fancy. Um, I did have a jalapeno and cilantro hummus one time that was out of this world. Um, but and I don't I don't uh, typically use chickpeas when I make my homemade hummus. I'll use a, a white bean cannellini beans. Um, and just make sure I have all the right ingredients. Um, but something that incorporates a little bit of sriracha in, in the hummus, it gives it just a little bit of kick to it. That's what I, that's what I love. Sad there's pretty no nice. espinaca dip. That's pretty damn close to spinach artichoke, okay? <laughs> it's really fucking close. It's more queso than anything. That was honorable mention. <laughs> it was in the cheese category fair enough fair enough now that we're done being cheesy it's time to get to our game picks of the week against the spread as we ended last week uh i am the leader uh but not by much the boys are hanging close but nobody is over 500 at this point in time let's see if we can get we that to change <laughs> see if we can get that to change this week because uh, a couple of us are not far off Tybo is the only one who is far off Go. not that far off we'll start off with our first uh, technically second game of the week it'll be our first game on Sunday it is the final international game of the season it is an 8.30 kickoff in Frankfurt, Germany we've got the Colts who will play the Patriots, the Pats are the home team and a two-point dog in this game. Order is Tybo, excuse me, Sean, then Tybo, then me. Sean, what's your pick? Easy pick here. Bill Belichick's job is on the line. Apparently, I don't think so. But go ahead and give me the Colts. Guys, I'm, I'm looking. That is not where I thought you were going. With it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the the records for these teams right here. And I was almost for certain that they should be flipped. I definitely thought the Patriots were four and five and the Colts were two and seven. Nope. Uh, Not at all. I, I don't really like either team here, uh, but I'll go ahead and take the Colts. I really like the Colts this season for being like a kind of an underdog play, but Bill Belichick has shown that he doesn't lose to rookies and he rarely loses to backup quarterbacks. That's exactly what Garner Minshew is. No, Patriots, Garner could be a Unfortunately, are going to come up with a win. Wrong. Our first game at noon it is our first game of the week and a uh, rivalry game here. We've got the Cleveland Browns who will head into Baltimore and take on the Ravens. At home, Lamar Jackson is a six and a half point favorite. 
Uh, so since it's my game of the week, I'm going to go ahead and make it my lock of the week. Ravens 21 Browns 10. When did we, when did we start that? Is that a new Tonight, he started right now. It, he started it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to be picking Deshaun Watson. Give me, give me the Ravens. Uh, I think the Browns definitely lose, but that defense is solid. Ravens are injury prone, so I think the Browns at least get the cover in this game. Next up at noon, we have got what could be the makings of a very good game here. The spread is not an indication of how this game should go. We've got C.J. Stroud and the Texans who will head into Cincinnati, take on Joey B. and the Bengals. Bengals at home, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Six and a half point favorites. Six and a half. Oh man, dude, this is going to be a shootout. You said it was in Cincy, right? It is in Cincy. Uh, give me the Bengals to cover that. I'm I'm also taking the Bengals here. What is so funny, Tybo? Nothing. Sean just is taking his time. <laughs> uh, I will take the Texans to cover the spread in this one. Uh, next game at noon, we've got the San Francisco 49ers who have confirmed that Debo Samuel will be back this week and they will take on the Jags in Jacksonville at home. The Jags are three point dogs. Uh, the 49ers have been on a three-game losing streak. I don't believe Trent Williams will be playing in this game, so go ahead and give me the Jags. I feel like all my picks are matching up with Sean here. Uh, Debo's going to be back, but they're not going to utilize him again. Um, and I would love to see the 49ers lose four straight games. Give me the Jags. I'm going to take the 49ers. I think with Debo back, it adds a, a a different element to their game, and I think they're going to try and target him quite a bit uh, right off the start. He's back in his first game after missing two, uh, so expect him to have a hell of a day. Yeah, he'll he'll come back, and Brandon Ayuk's going to have two touchdowns. <laughs> A uh, few more games here in the noon hour. We have got the Saints who will head into Minnesota, take on Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. At home, the Vikings are three-point dogs. I believe the Saints have one of the worst records against teams above 500, and the Vikings are right there at 500. Am I wrong? Four and four? I believe so. Either way, go ahead and give me Josh Dobbs to come out and sling that ball, man. Yeah, I do think it's a little disrespectful that the Vikings are dogs in this game, considering what Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs just did last week. Um, I'm going with the Vikings. Vikings are five and four. Both both teams are five and four. Uh, and I like the Vikings here as well. The Saints, they've got a solid defense. Offensively, they're just dog shit. Next up at noon, we've got the Packers who will head into Pittsburgh and take on the Steelers. At home, Kenny Pickett and the Steelers are three-point favorites. Easy pick. Going with the Steelers here. They're actually about 500 right now. Surprise, surprise. They would make the AFC playoffs. 
Yeah, but it's literally on the back of fucking TJ Watt. Um, as much as I don't want to pick Kenny Pickett right now, and uh, my disdain for George Pickens and what he's been doing in fantasy the last few weeks, um, I do think TJ Watt is going to make Jordan Love's life a living hell. Uh, so give me the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers too. That Packers team is bad. Jordan Love could be out of a job by the end of the season. Uh, two games, one game left here. This is the last one in the noon hour. We've got the Titans who will head into Tampa and take on the Bucks. Uh, at home, the Bucks are one point favorites. Well, I went ahead and told you to sit Baker Mayfield, so don't expect the Bucks to do too much scoring in that game. So go ahead and give me the Titans and Billy Jeans. Yeah, the rookie, Will Levis. Over Baker Mayfield. Give me Titans. Will Levis has had a good game. He had a decent game. And that's probably where it runs out for the rest of the season because the Titans are just not a good team. Give me the Bucks. First game in the 3 o'clock hour. It is our second game of the week. We've got the Lions who will take on the Chargers at home. And so far, the Chargers are three-point dogs. Chargers are dogs? Yes, they are. Well, good thing Lions would destroy some dogs. Give me the Lions. What's the what's the spread, you say? Three. Uh Chargers. I think I think if the Chargers lose still it'll be a close game. You took the Chargers? Type shit. Yes, I took the Chargers. All right. Uh, three next three oh five game. We've got the Falcons who will head into Arizona and take on Kyler Murray in his first game back in the Cardinals. The Cardinals at home are two point dogs. Yeah, Kyler Murray's coming back. He's not gonna look the same. I think this is gonna make the Cardinals reevaluate what they do with their draft pick this year. Give me the other team besides the Cardinals. What was it? Falcons. Falcons, yeah, the other birds. <laughs> this guy. You know, I'm all aboard this hype train. I think it would be funny if Kyler Murray came back and the Arizona Cardinals ended up with like a mid record and they don't get anywhere close to the first pick. Uh, but Kyler has some decent numbers. So they're like, ah, oh, we got the quarterback for the future next year. They're just absolute shit again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Kyler's first game back, 500 yards, uh, four touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Uh, yeah, Cardinals. I, I agree with that. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's going to have a hell of a day. Uh, three twenty-five games here. Uh, we've got the Giants who will head into Dallas and take on the Cowboys at home. Dak and the boys are seventeen point favorites. That is a lot of points, but you got Tommy DeVito starting. Go ahead and give me the boys, guys. I think that's the first line that we've seen like that all year. Seventeen points. Definitely the largest. Game it's the largest we've seen. I think we've seen, I think we've had one or two others that were above 10, but this is the largest we've seen. I'm going to take that as Tybo's going to take the Cowboys. I don't, I was trying to think to what happened the first time these teams met. Didn't the Giants win or some shit? They won by like 30. No, the, the Cowboys won by like 30. 
They blanked the Giants. All right. Uh, I'll safe pick here. Let's go. Let's go, boys. I'm also going to take the boys. Uh, Tommy DeVito is going to have like negative nine passing yards again. <laughs> uh, and you were almost correct there, Sean. They did blank them, but it was by 40. Ooh, even better. 40 nothing. Uh, get to the last 325 game here. We've got the Tommies who will head into Seattle and take on the Seahawks. At home, Gino and the Hawks are six and a half point favorites. Give me Gino and the Hawks. Easy. Easy. Panthers are up at half, guys. Good for them. It's pick the pick's still going to Chicago anyways. Try to make it a little bit worse for them. <laughs> yeah, I see. I think it's a little odd that. Uh, the Seahawks are favored by so much here uh, for some really, really dumb reason. I'm going to take the Commanders. I am going to go with Sean here and take the Hawks. They got a licking last week, and they're going to come back for revenge. We'll get to the Sunday night game here. It is our final game of the week. The Jets head into Las Vegas and take on the Raiders. At home, Raiders are one-point dogs. Uh, the Raiders are going to be riding the hive. Interim head coach Antonio Pierce. Give me the Raiders. Antonio Pierce is cool and all, but I'm on the Jets train, baby. I think I'm going to have to take the Raiders too. They got that newfound energy. We'll see if they can continue to let it ride with Antonio Pierce, who hopes to get a head coaching gig at the end of the season. Final game of the week. It is the Monday night football game. We've got the Denver Donkeys who will head into New York and take on the Buffalo Bills. At home, Josh Allen and the Bills are seven-point favorites. Monday night. Ooh, (laughs) that's a lot of points. The the Spanish version of ESPN. I don't know what the hell it's called. ESPN ESPN Deportes. Deportes. There you go. Monday night. Am I the only am I the only one who thinks that's funny? I've never heard it. Heard this guy? Oh, I don't no. know his name. He's got white, he's got white hair. He's the he's the main reporter for ESPN Deportes. He comes on the Monday night uh broadcast just to do the Monday night football. <laughs> it's hilarious. Somebody look him up. How about you do that? While well, I go ahead and pick uh Dude, he, he got me lost there. Who, who Who's playing? Broncos, Bills in New York. Bills are seven-point favorites. Go ahead and give me the Broncos in this. Fucking weirdo. I'll take the Bills. I'm also going to take the Bills. Broncos coming off a couple-game win streak there, and it's not going to take them very far. They're off a bye. Well, I'm not coming off this of a guy. bye. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I am not coming off of a bye, and I am much like the Broncos where I lose every single week. But it is time to take it to the bank. Oh, my God. Who's bank? Bob's bank, baby. We're in with another seven-leg parlay at plus (laughs) 8,000. We've got the Jets take the spread. We've got the Steelers take the spread. We've got over. Wait, on whoa, whoa, hold up. Hold Hang on. on. No, I'm Sean. You can't stop it. 
I'm in the middle. Okay. Okay. I got I got to start over. YouTube short. Okay. Got to start over. Jets take the spread. Steelers take the spread at minus three. We've got the over three and a half on total field goals made in the Saints Vikings game. Debo Samuel over 46 and a half yards, over one and a half touchdowns by Justin Herbert, over 26 and a half rushing yards by Kyler Murray, and a Jonathan Taylor anytime touchdown. $10 gets you $816 back in your pocket. Hey, yo. No, that's a payout. That is a lock. That is a lock. It's happening. It's not a lock. None Didn't you? Pick, none of your parlays are locks. I I did notice that. That uh, yeah, I did contradict <laughs> myself there in the pick'em. Did contradict myself there in the. He picked the Raiders. Can't have, all, can't have all your eggs in one basket, guys. Can't. You can't. He's thinking. You know what? If he loses a pick'em, you know what? I may win eight hundred bucks. <laughs> I may get eight <laughs> hundred. <laughs> that's right. Well, look. No Chiefs game. It's uh, it's going to be a boring weekend for us as we do not get to analyze. The- it's going to be a boring weekend for football fans because the Chiefs aren't gracing you with their presence. That's exactly right. Patrick yep. Holmes is not creating magic on that field, and you don't know what to do with yourself, much like all of the Kansas City Chiefs fans. Yep. I, mean, I don't know what I'm doing with myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Back anyway. to the crackout dial orgies. <laughs> Either way, we will be back next week to relive everything that happened in NFL Week 10 as we say goodbye to the first portion of the season and into the second half, the most important half of the season right before the playoffs. We're halfway done, guys. Sad. Just get to the ball goes too fast. Until next time. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.